I can't say it strong enough. We have been living a fiction for the last two years. The oaths of office, they are not published in the Federal Register. The regulations promulgated by those people are not published in the Federal Register. It's all a facade. Those aren't laws. Stop following them. Don't call them laws anymore because they are not. It's all fake. It's all fake. Exactly right. Hey, friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thank you so very much for tuning in. That was attorney Todd Callender. He and Dr. Lee Vliet are back to shine the light of truth on the traitors that are destroying our nation from within. Thanks for being here. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. There's no denying that gold is hot right now, and so is inflation. Prices are soaring, and experts are predicting there's more to come. Not so long ago, gold reached its all-time high of $2,069 an ounce, and now it's inching ever closer to that number once again. Bank of America, one of the largest banks in the world, is saying gold will rise further still to over $2,200 an ounce this year. Gold is already a safety net for your hard-earned money, and now when the stock market is all over the place and the value of the dollar is very uncertain, being safe really counts like never before. Now, there's always a risk of investment, and there's no guarantee of any kind, so do your own due diligence. Noble Gold is offering a 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin for any qualified IRA or old 401k rollover. Terms apply. A solid silver U.S. Mint-issued coin celebrating our national parks, free with every qualifying precious metals IRA or 401k rollover. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Give them a call at 877-646-5347. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey, friends, welcome back. Thank you so very much for being here on this Friday edition, May 5th of SGT Report. I have two of my favorite people in the world back, Attorney Todd Callender. He's also the CEO of CloudHub. Todd, welcome back. Thank you, Sean. The best two Fridays of my month are the ones I'm with you and Dr. Vliedon. Well, you know what? You always say the nicest things. Even in email world, you're one of the most polite people I've ever met. So thank you very much. Flattery will get you everywhere, sir. And Dr. Lee Vliet, her website is truthforhealth.org. Welcome back, Doc. Thanks so much, Sean. It's just such a pleasure to be with both of you. These are good Fridays. We, We talk about everything under the sun. Yeah, we do. You look great and green, by the way. Well, thank you. Sure, yeah. looks like pretty. That. Yeah. All right, let's just do a screen share. I just want people to know that I did interview Dr. William Makis. If you haven't heard that one, please check it out. The Global Epidemic of Sudden Deaths. And of course, my latest interview, The COVID Era Killbox with Sophia Smallstorm, guys. The unrelenting attack on humanity continues. Australian top wrestler, 36-year-old Kristen Miami Mitchell has died suddenly on May 2nd. She's been described as a fierce, formidable, and fearless competitor. No cause of death has been revealed. One wonders if she was fully vaccinated, like so many of the folks that Dr. William Makis showcases on his Twitter page. Uh, The attack on humanity is unrelenting, and the attack on all of us by the mainstream horror media continues. Doc or Todd, have you seen this clip from Stu Peters? He was invited by the BBC to be interviewed, and he very right-mindedly decided to bring his own crew and record them, and that has become the real story. Did you guys see this? I love it. No, I love that. I've heard about it. Let me play this because he dismantles these people over the course of the hour, and of course the piece that they ended up producing was just a little five-minute fluff piece in which they try to malign him and anybody who they deem a vaccine denier. Listen to this. 
your responses. For example, you, you're looking at excess debt, you know, important issue. But the same data, the same data that shows the excess debt shows that unvaccinated people are more likely to die. So that is that is a blatant lie. That is a total lie. So that, this is nonsense. This is total nonsense. Israel, by the way, is the answer. Israel is the most heavily vaccinated country on the face of the planet. Overwhelming numbers of their deaths are among the vaccinated. Guess why they're dying? They're stroking out. They're clotting out myocarditis, pericarditis. These are the reasons why they're dying. All of the side effects listed adverse events or we believe intended consequences of these weapons that you call safe and effective vaccines overwhelmingly over 70 percent i think 75 80 maybe maybe i don't do you have a number way way the majority of these people in this heavily vaccinated super safe super safe they're all protected from the virus they're all dying they're all vaccinated they're all boosted you're more likely to die from every shot that you get you're breaking down your immune system this has been proven by experts why aren't you reporting on the blood findings what about the microscopy people that are actually showing the blood of vaccinated people is dirty blood filled with nanotechnology? Why aren't you reporting on that? It goes on. It continues. That was just a little break in the mid-roll there. But uh, an excellent, excellent piece by Stu Peters, just turning the tables on those that would malign us for telling the truth. You know, the truth needs to be told, and we're going to continue to do it, aren't we, guys? God love them. The answer is yes. It, Sean, this is like uh, you and Stu and a whole lot of people just like you. You know, people are sw- are swarming to you because they're dying for the truth. They are so thirsty for the truth. You know, all BBC, uh, NBC, CNN, they're, they're just killing themselves, right? They really, truly are. Their numbers are going to crap. And the difference is that they've got public funding. They've got tax dollars behind them. And you're still winning. So God bless you all. Well, God bless you both for being here. And Dr. Lee Leet, you are one of the experts. Now, Stu didn't cite you by name, but you are an expert. And in that hit piece, these mercenaries from the BBC try to flip the table on him and say, well, you know, his movie Died Suddenly didn't really feature experts like the ones the BBC cites. And guess what? Those experts the BBC loves so much, they're all on the Pfizer Moderna payroll, Doc. Well, exactly right. They've been they are paid shills. They're not experts. And in fact, they are perpetuating blatant lies, as Stu correctly pointed out. Everything Stu said was correct. I see it in my own practice. I mean, I've had a medical practice for 40 years. I've never, ever seen the level of complications in my patients that I see in those who've gotten the COVID shot and are getting more boosters. Every booster they get I see more damage every time. And the tragedy is that I'm at least doing the blood test for the markers of inflammation and blood clotting like D-dimer and fibrinogen and troponin and the C-reactive protein and a host of other inflammatory markers. So I do, I order the lab test for my patients. Their primary care doctors are ignoring all of this. No wonder there's an epidemic of sudden death if Doctors had been doing their job, and very few are standing up against their employer and the insurance company guidelines to do the right lab test. But if they did their job, they could pick up these risks in the vaccinated patients early, get them treated, so we didn't see so many sudden deaths. 
those deaths are occurring because the damage has been building up since the person got the shot. And they don't want to confront that doctor. You're absolutely right. They know they're culpable. And correct me if I'm wrong, doctor, but, but every e-room physician knows that my Dazolam is a lung tranquilizer. I mean, exactly. and, yet, and, and yet they're hanging the bag. The nurses know too, and yet they're hanging the bag. And you know, somebody comes in with labored breathing and yet they give them my Dazolam, that same stuff we kill prisoners with. Well, and fentanyl and morphine, and they give them the drugs that are toxic to the kidney, like remdesivir, which then causes fluid to build up in the lungs and respiratory depressant. And then they give them the sedatives and narcotics. We never gave sedatives and narcotics to people with pneumonia and respiratory distress until the government issued the death protocol for COVID. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Doc, I think uh, Todd has new information regarding remdesivir, but let me just say one thing before we hear that information from Todd. Uh, I have in my hand here, Cause Unknown, the Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022 uh, by Edward Dowd. And I guess uh, this book should have been gifted to those mercenaries at BBC. Uh, Stu should have brought two copies of the book one for each of the people interviewing him there. Uh, They tag-teamed him, and it didn't work. Uh, But uh, in this book here on page 128, Seeing is Believing, the COVID deaths before and after mass vaccination program in Thailand, off the charts. Malaysia, off the charts. Uh, We're looking at a zero baseline here, normal deaths uh, year after year after year for many, many years. And then in Uganda, after the vaccine program rollout, deaths off the chart. Nepal, Portugal, Mongolia, Uruguay, Bahrain, Paraguay, Zambia, Afghanistan, Tunisia, Sri Lanka, Taiwan, Vietnam, all over the world, Israel, as Stu rightly noted, deaths off the chart. And the BBC says we are vaccine deniers for sharing the truth about the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. Speaking of a bioweapon, remdesivir, Todd, what have you learned? Yeah, yeah. So going back to our star researcher, Lisa McGee. It, who I would remind people was a school teacher until she took this job on to, to understand things. That's the frame of reference, right? Science, uh, high school level teacher in science finds out that there's a protein called Q05320. It's an envelope glycoprotein, otherwise known as Ebola virus, that is an ingredient in remdesivir. So if, if I don't mean to be rude or be little Lisa, God love her. She's amazing. If she has found this as being an ingredient in remdesivir, meaning it's public information, where are all the doctors who are recommending this, right? Who are writing this as a prescription to the people that are dying in their hospitals, that they're giving their patients Ebola. Wrap your head around that one. The death protocols. You know, isn't that amazing? So the hospitals, the doctors got spiffs. They earned money to put people on remdesivir and other killer drugs that were sure to kill their patients. You know, I interviewed uh, Scott Shera, whose uh, daughter, Grace, was murdered by that hospital in Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh, The doctor issued a do not resuscitate order against the family's wishes, right, without the family even knowing. The DNR was issued, and then they put her on a litany of drugs that slowed her breathing. These are basically the same drugs they used to put people on uh, death row to death with, Todd. And uh, they all got paid to do it. They got paid to do it. We need to keep telling the story. Doctor, I'm sorry. I think it was actually you and your team that figured out, was it 500,000 per COVID death they were getting? Well, that depends on the state. That was the data from the California attorney's 
who filed the remdesivir um, wrongful death cases in California based upon the, the California Medicaid payments to the hospitals and the average length of stay. Across the country, every hospital was paid a 20% bonus on the entire hospital bill when they gave remdesivir to a patient. So the longer the patient stayed in the hospital, the longer they were on a ventilator, they got extra payments for the COVID diagnosis, remdesivir, ventilators, and a COVID death, death on the death certificate. The whole hospital bill, if they got remdesivir, at the end of the hospital stay, the government Centers for Medicaid and Medicaid Services, Medicare and Medicaid Services, gave the hospital a 20% bonus on the entire bill. I called it Biden's bounty on your left, on your life. I wrote that editorial at the beginning of early in 2021. You know what's interesting, guys? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I was talking to a lawyer friend of mine, Joey Gilbert. I've known him for a couple of years in this fight. And last night we were having this very same conversation. It's time to sue the docs and um, because courts are setting aside the immunity provisions of the PrEP Act. I can't wait to go into a deposition and act them. What, ask, what did you spend your bonus money on? Which car did you get, doctor? How did you enjoy that blood money? I cannot wait for the opportunity to ask those questions. And by the way, if you know one of these doctors, take pictures of them with their new car or whatever it is they spent their blood money on. I'd like to know. No, it's exactly right. The doctors are also outpatient doctors. What your listeners don't know, outpatient doctors are also paid incentive payments by CMS, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, U.S. government agency, paid by the taxpayers. They are paying incentive payments called value-based incentive payments. That's been in, in four the higher the vaccination rate in the doctor's outpatient practice, the more value-based incentive payments they get. I did see that. In a, it was a in big a, difference. In addition, employers with federal contracts, Warner Mendenhall has exposed this in his lawsuit against Smuckers. If they have federal contractors, the federal government is paying bonuses to the CEOs to use as they wish. They can keep it themselves or they could share it with employees. Many don't. But they get incentives if they can achieve 90% or better vaccination rate. It's all documented. You know, this ties wow. into uh, the conversation I just had with Sophia Smallstorm in which we discussed Catherine Watts' latest construction of the kill box, the legal history, because what people need to understand is that we now live in a biomedical security state, and this is state-run bioterrorism that we're talking about. The whole thing tracks right back to the military, and, uh, you know, the sad realization <laughs> is the fact that they are openly waging war on we the people. In the minds of these people, we, the people, are the enemy. You know, Sean, I do want to clarify something. Catherine Watt is outstanding and makes the point. It's the Department of Defense, which are politicians and bureaucrats, not the military. Fair. Our That's military, a fair point. Our military service members are, for the most part, good people who honor their oath and have courageously stood against the tyranny coming from, right. and the lawlessness coming from our own DOD. So I'm always careful to say it's the Department of Defense who are political appointees, who those leaders, 
then those generals, and they know who they are, who are politically motivated and are not honoring their oath to the Constitution. What, what oath, doctor? The, the one that is defective and doesn't count? Is that the oath you're talking about? Because the one well, we the got Well, the oath they from, should be honoring, yeah. This is my point, right? We've, we came to understand that uh, Lloyd Austin's oath of office is defective, and we're coming to find not just the cabinet, but it looks like a, a raft of these are defective, dating back to 1964, if you can imagine that. Your point is valid, doctor, and I'm sorry to interrupt. It just strikes me as being... Um, so ironic that we have people adhering to these orders from somebody who has no lawful basis to be issuing the orders, especially one to commit suicide, you know, to, to order 1.4 million people to take an experimental shot all at the same time by itself was at least negligent. Now we come to understand that this was a, this was a plan to kill as many people as they could. I mean, to talk about an unlawful order, now we understand why it is that these people didn't take a legitimate oath of office. It was defective. It's all, it's all a fraud. It's all a facade. It's a criminal enterprise, murder for hire. Yeah, well, that's exactly what Go Bruce ahead. McGray said. Bruce McGray right. is, I interviewed him this week. He is a senior FAA investigator, had been career military, combat pilot, and 25 plus years in commercial aviation, and is 22 years as an FAA senior investigator. And he said, I have proof of criminally negligent homicide by the DOD, DOT, Department of Transportation, the FAA, and AIG insurance company. So, no, you're exactly right. Now, what I meant when I said the generals who and their oath, They did yes. take a legitimate oath when they entered the military and became military officers. They took an oath to the Constitution, and they know exactly who they are. They do. And they know they are violating their oath to the Constitution in carrying out this political agenda directed by Lloyd Austin, who is operating under the defective oath that you have found. Well, guys. That's right. There are no valid signed and notarized oaths because a coup occurred in 2020 and Joe Biden put these people into power and now they're destroying the country. It's worse than a banana republic as Title 42 is about to end. As Wayne Root notes, get ready to witness the fall of Saigon as Title 42 ends in days. I want to show you guys something. Have you seen this? Let me sound up on this. I did see that. These are the buses filled with migrants just waiting to pour over the border as soon as Title 42 expires on May 11th. This is absolute treason. Our country is being brought down from within. And it is, I think I'm using the right word, Todd. It is total treason. Yes, it is absolutely treason. And that's why they didn't complete their oaths of office. They, They think they're going to escape justice by... You know, not having a duty on paper. Their duty exists one way or another. They're assuming those rules. Um, the question, Sean, is that why are we putting up with this? Well, you know, that's a really brilliant question, but here's the problem, Todd. As you well know, what on earth are we supposed to do as four Proud Boys were just convicted of seditious conspiracy with absolutely no evidence whatsoever to support that claim or charge, but they were convicted by a banana Republic court. Listen to Vincent James take on this. And again, like when you read through this article, like you can read through this article for yourself. We don't have time to go through the whole article, but if you read through this article, 
They say there was no proof, but they say that there was a bunch of internal group chats that revealed toxic machismo and homophobia and misogyny and sophomoric humor and rampant alcohol use. <laughs> it's like promoting outright Nazi sympathy. None of which is illegal, by the way. These poor guys were convicted. They're facing up to 50 years in prison as the man sitting in the Oval Office is openly committing treason, making backdoor right. deals with our enemies and getting paid bribes to do so. How That's in right. the world? What are we supposed to do, Todd? I, I just don't Wait, even know. I can anymore. tell you. So that sword cuts both ways. So while you have the, the hierarchy in the cabinet, the administration, the, the unlawful one, the, the, the pretenders, who are refusing to apply the law, otherwise known as the Constitution, in the administrative branch, in the executive branch, there exists such a thing as prosecutorial discretion. That means every cop, meter made up, everybody in law enforcement, including, for that matter, district attorneys, have what's called prosecutorial discretion, which means that if they think it's unjust or an inappropriate application of the law, they don't have to charge somebody. So if a cop sees you running a, uh, a stop sign in the middle of the night, it's up to them as to whether they want to enforce the law. So this goes back to our people in uniform, whether you're military or whether you're carrying a badge and a gun. It is up to you and your personal job is to follow the Constitution. And what that man just said right there and you said is none of that was illegal. What it is they're accused of doing for that reason, they should have never been arrested in the first place. If you if you start that simple the beat cop who refuses to arrest somebody for doing something that isn't unlawful, or even if it was unlawful, is it appropriate to do so? It's the same as jury notification. And it's up to the people with the badge and the gun, or in the case of the military, as to whether or not you're going to apply an unlawful order. It's up to you to save our republic. Doc, what do you have to say about that? Because my opinion is that uh, he's right. Todd's right. However, dealing with cops in Washington, D.C., or juries in Virginia or Washington, D.C., whoever tried these poor guys, whatever the jury panel was comprised of, these people are all wired to think just like Lori Lightfoot or Gretchen Whitmer. These people are just nuts, and they hate their political opposition, so now they're persecuting us. No, I think you're exactly right. And again, it would come back to what Todd has brought out over at least the two years that have been working together with him on many fronts. And that and what, what we've been saying, it is we, the people, who are going to have to say no and and stand against this tyranny and make the changes in our communities. But, and let me add a different add another point here. The people who have gotten the COVID shots are not only already indoctrinated by the political narrative, those who are continuing to get the boosters are actually increasing damage to the brain from brain inflammation, micro blood clotting, and the lipid nanoparticle PEG toxicity that's damaging the brain. And they cannot think logically, normally. They can't process new information very well. Memory's impaired. Rational thought is impaired. You're, I'm seeing widespread evidence of that. Other doctors are reporting it. We're seeing skyrocketing accidents as people don't have normal judgment and processing time, normal reaction time. It, it really is, I, I think, those, the remnant of people who are believers, 
who are unvaccinated are the ones that are going to have to stand up, speak out against the tyranny and do some of the steps that Todd's outlined in the five small stones initiatives and the false oaths initiatives. We've got to, we, there isn't anybody coming to rescue us. America used to be the country that rescued people around the world from tyrannical regimes. And we are now the victim of our own tyrannical regime that was illegally installed in a stolen election. And no one has done anything about it. Republicans and Democrats are both complicit. Complicit. That's exactly right. They are part of the problem. And until we... Until we refuse to give them anything they want, this will continue. They need us, doctor. They all need us. They need us to participate in their fiction. And if we refuse to participate, they will fall by the wayside. You know, it wasn't long ago that states competed for citizens. Countries compete for citizens. Well, let's, let's make a choice. I, I'm not going to be a part. In fact, I left that system, geez, almost 30 years ago now. So make your choice. Just refuse to, to partake in it. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Just a quick word about our sponsor. Did you know Bank of America is saying gold will go to 2200 this year? An all-time high. Invest in a gold IRA with Noble Gold Investments today and take advantage of this rare opportunity to secure your retirement savings. Now remember, there's always a risk of investment and no guarantee of any kind. So do your own due diligence. But I myself own gold. With the experts at Noble Gold Investments, you can ride the wave of gold's historic rise to financial security amidst all the inflation. This month, they're offering a solid silver 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with every qualifying precious metals IRA or 401k rollover. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth and bag a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin if you qualify. noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. You know, Doc, I think you used a very important word, remnant. The remnant. A very small remaining community after a catastrophe, or biblically speaking, the remaining Christians as the world loses its mind. I think this is a good transition to another topic. Tom DeLay warned us about this on Newsmax. I think it was in 2016. He said uh, he had read a memo coming from the Department of Justice outlining 12 perversions that they wanted to legalize, including bestiality and sex with children, pedophilia. And now we see the UN moving to normalize pedophilia. I'm going to show you guys something that I think, uh, Doc, you're going to find this particularly shocking. Have you seen this? The EU Parliament has displayed this artwork by anti-Christian activist and artist Elizabeth Olson. It's one thing to not believe in God, my friends, but it is a whole nother thing to mock God openly as they're doing here in this depiction of the Last Supper with these trans activists. Uh, It's really sick. Well, Sean, we have talked many times about the fact that we are, this is biblical, it's foretold in the Bible, and this is the unleashing of the forces of hell, and it is good people that have to stand against evil. When good people are silent, evil prevails. And that's what we're seeing. The Remnant Revolution Tour starts on Pentecost, May 27, led by Robert Agee and Reverend Jack Stagman. And they will be visiting 21 cities across America from Pentecost 
to the Feast of Tabernacles. Evangelical Christians and Jews will know the significance of those. And what I would like to say to everyone, you either choose to be silent and complicit in evil, or you choose to speak out and stand against it. There are no other options. There's no middle ground. So join the Remnant Revolution Tour. Sign up to help and support and promote that. And we have to go back to what Second Chronicles tells us in chapter 7, verse 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, get on their knees and pray, repent of their sins, I will heal your land. We need millions of prayer warriors. We just had, again, Robert Agee and Reverend Jack Stagman launched, along with others, launched the Recovenanting of America on April 26th at Cape Henry, Virginia, to commemorate the 416th anniversary of the original covenant with God that Reverend Robert Hunt led with the 104 colonists who had made it to these shores. And they learned their lesson in the first two or three days landing on the shores. They were so excited. They didn't thank God. They didn't pray. And two of the party were killed as in their search for gold first. I think that's a good lesson for us today. If your search is for the gold and the, the wealth of this world first, then you are subject to the forces of evil. Thank you. If you take time to pray and ask God for guidance, God will hear our prayers. You know what? Tucker Carlson said the exact same thing in a speech he gave just before he got fired. It was on the weekend before he got fired. He gave a speech and he said, maybe we should all just pray 10 minutes a day. That could help a lot. And I think he's absolutely right. We need to start praying for divine intervention and a redemption of this nation because the enemies are unrelenting. I was listening to an interview with Riley Gaines, the Kentucky female swimmer, on Sebastian Gorka. And uh, she said that it's time for men to stand up for their daughters. It's time for fathers and husbands and men to stand up for girls. I want to play a clip here in just one second. But uh, as you guys know, Riley and her teammates and everybody else in the female swimming uh, community were forced to compete against a man masquerading as a woman, Leah Thomas, a literal man who competed as a male swimmer for three years. Then he puts on a female bathing suit. He's allowed to change in the locker rooms with the women. He competes against them and becomes national champion. People have had quite enough. Let me play this soundbite. Listen to this wonderful young lady tell the truth and beg for help from the real men of this country. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and only ladies and gentlemen it is and shall always be. I am an 18-year-old high school student and wanted to take this time to bring to your attention the current issue with biological men claiming they are women and in turn truly believing that they are entitled to use women's spaces. 
There was an incident within our district that occurred recently regarding a transgender woman who really is a biological man having an altercation with a young woman at MLK High School. It was infuriating when I had seen the video on social media, but what was detrimental to this is the fact that this man is and has been using the women's restroom and locker room. Firstly, the question we must address is why are we affirming the mental confusion of this boy and putting the safety of women in jeopardy by allowing mentally confused men to use the women's spaces? Of course, any male who claims he is a woman will accept it. But what about the women? What about the true girls like myself who are female down to our DNA? Why don't we ever get a say in whether or not we are comfortable with this? The truth is we aren't. The majority of us aren't, and yet nothing has been done to protect the safety of these women. I will conclude with this. It all starts with you. You are in charge of the safety of us women and, our, and the parent and the kids of our parents. So please do something about it. Thank you. All right, I'll pause it there. Todd, here's my question for you. Um, as Riley Gaines explained to Sebastian Gorka, and uh, she's been on Tucker, so she's explained this several times, she and her teammates were not asked for their consent yeah. To, to allow a biological male to come into the locker room and strip down bare naked and put on a female swimsuit in front of them. They weren't, yes. they weren't asked for their consent. So in the NCAA, by the way, did nothing. Riley Gaines said her surprise was the NCAA supported this and did nothing. How can school boards and the NCAA and other powers that ought not be get away with this without getting sued into absolute oblivion? Because people aren't doing it. Well, two things. Number one, um, people aren't suing it on their own. As, as hard as we have tried to help people do it, they're actually not taking the steps. And secondarily, you know, in this fight, there's all of a hundred of us lawyers on this side. You know, the vast majority of the people in my profession are not in this to help. They're, they're going along with that very same program. Don't count on lawyers to help you. Sue yourself. Do it. The courts are your courts. And the reality is, um, the, the mere act of suing them will have a tremendous effect because it's a royal pain in the rear when you get sued. Even if you didn't prevail, the act of doing it by itself would be a tremendous help. That's why, Sean, people are, people are, are uh, too apathetic. They're, they might bitch, but are they actually do anything about it? In fact, I'd be swearing out a criminal complaint. I would march down to the police station and I would insist on a case number and swear out a criminal complaint because it's evidence and you need evidence in a case if you're going to bring one later. This is just unbelievable to me that nobody's doing anything about it. But it's up to us. It's our personal personal responsibility, not somebody else's responsibility. Doc, it really is the Marxist war on our culture, isn't it? I mean, the only reason this is happening is because it's part of the Marxist communist playbook to confuse genders, to destroy societal norms, and to destroy the family. That is the goal of these people. And it has been over, in fact, it's escalated <clears throat> since the 1960s, but it also, and go, you look at, look at something that people have forgotten, it was Lyndon Johnson. After Kennedy was assassinated, which we now understand yeah. had a lot of... Um, uh, the CIA involvement in getting rid of Kennedy because he, President Kennedy, because he stood against this, he stood against the Federal Reserve, he stood against the war in Vietnam, and he stood against the out of control military industrial government complex. And they eliminated him. They later eliminated Dr. Martin Luther King and Bobby Kennedy, who was 
Senator Kennedy at the time and running for office. So what I would like to comment on is Johnson, who was installed after Kennedy was assassinated, is the one who muzzled the churches and who launched the assault on the black families with the great society and creating families dependent on the government and welfare instead of that's when we began seeing more of the churches moving out of the social support, philanthropic Christian giving and, and, and Jewish synagogues, for example, that were also engaged in philanthropy to support the poor. And it was all turned over to the government and pastors oh. stopped preaching any criticism of the government because they were afraid of losing their nonprofit status. So that has all been escalating since the 1960s in an orchestrated Marxist campaign. It began under President Woodrow Wilson in very big ways with the eugenics movement and the one world control that he wanted to bring in. I want to add to that, doctor, because in the congressional record was read the naked communist on January 10 of 1963, which includes, uh, in fact, if you want to go to page 34, you'll find it, um, which includes 40-some action items, uh, 48 to be exact, which include all the things you just talked about, including removing any oaths of office, um, the use of uh, psychology and psychiatric medicine to, to confuse people, um, and eliminating scripture from our lives, amongst others, uh, creating social unrest. This is the communist playbook. It was read into the congressional record January 10, 1963. November 22, 1963, our president, John F. Kennedy Jr., was assassinated. And he stood against that very manifesto. Yes, In he fact, did. he called it out. I think right. it was only about, was it, it was a, week? a week? I was going to say a couple days, a few days before he died. <clears throat> before, but it wasn't just him dying. Before he was killed. Was killed. Uh, and, and, You're right. And killed by, by our own government, elements of our own government, including George Bush Sr., who couldn't remember where he was on the day. He was the uh, chief intelligence officer for the office of the CIA in Dallas where this happened, and he just didn't know where he was. This is, our, this is a plan, doctor. This is what I'm trying to say. You're, yep. you're reciting the actual parts of this exactly correctly, and I wanted to endorse it, saying that our government, is the ones doing this, folks. They're all the same. They're a bunch of communists, all of them. Yeah. Well, I have so much respect for RFK Jr., too, calling out the CIA specifically sure. for their role in the assassination of his uncle, John F. Kennedy, and his father, Robert F. Kennedy. In, I do, uh, too. I'm, I'm grateful for the work he's done over his career, and especially now. I mean, this is – we need to pray for his safety, because he is he's tackling the forces of evil that are spiritual forces as well as political and CIA and economic and all of the organized people that are trying to bring us down and undo our constitutional republic. We need to pray for him. Yeah. You know, we need to pray for our country. We also need to pray for the landowners down near the border. Yes. Right? 
because here I want to play one last thing here before we part ways from Steve Bannon. And uh, before I play it here, it's a rhetorical question for you, Todd. Um, Thomas Jefferson said, the only reason we resort to government at all is to defend and protect our liberty, our property. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason we have a government. So if this government under Joe Biden, this puppet president, is literally destroying all of that on purpose, what do you make of this? What would you even say to these poor people on the border, property owners? Farmers, landowners that are going to have to contend with a million illegals set to cross the border as Title 42 ends. Let's listen to just a bit of this from Steve Bannon. Ben Burkham, Real America's Voice, lead investigative reporter on all things on the border. Brother, uh, we had Congressman Biggs said yesterday that uh, DHS and, and, and Customs and Borders officials are telling executives and counties on the border in Arizona that be prepared. There's 700,000 to 1 million uh, asylum seekers, illegal aliens on the Mexico side from, from all the way from Tijuana down to uh, Reynosa uh, and everywhere in between. And then when Title 42 comes off, this is going to be a land. This is going to be a mad rush to the border because the uh, and, and the Biden regime is 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 not ready for this. Your thoughts? Absolutely. They are ready 100%. for it. And Steve, I'm actually walking through the camp right now and I. I l- they are ready for it. They already have plans to. To transport yeah. those people all throughout the United States. They're already, they're planning to give them phones, food, medical care, education, and housing at taxpayer expense. Uh, you know, I disagree with Steve Bannon saying the Biden administration isn't ready for it. They've been planning for it. Obama had, listen, we had whistleblowers uncovering in 2011 in the federal budget. The projection, the budget increases were put in to support Obama's border surge in 2014, three years before Obama opened the southern borders. I've been writing about that for a long time. This has been in preparation aggressively under the Biden administration now and under the Obama administration from 2008 to 2016. Well, this is also the United Nations agenda, right? This is what yes. they're doing to countries all over the world. We saw it first in the EU. Now it's happening here. And it's all part of the Soros Marxist plan to bring down the country, right? Destroy us from within. <clears throat> and we have a puppet president who is named Joe Biden, but he may as well be named George Soros. I mean, honestly, well, if we're going to have a puppet a, president, why don't we just put in the guy who really is uh, behind most of this, George Soros? He could be the president instead of Biden. Well, I, why not just direct them? You know, all these people coming across the border, direct them straight to your sheriff's house, his residence, send them to George Soros, let them know where they live. And I, and I say that because, you know, one thing changed very early on in this when the Kazakhs were not able to get their money out of their bank. Instead of sitting by and doing nothing, um, they went to the house of their, uh, their politicians. They dragged them out in the street. They did the same thing with their law enforcement, doctors, everybody that had aggrieved them, then they burned their houses down. I don't think we have to burn anybody's houses down, but these immigrants are going to want to know where their chief law enforcement officer is in the area. And Senator George Soros' house, let's just start outing people for who it is they are. If they refuse to do their job to enforce the law, then they should be identified as such. I mean, look, they're not going to defend the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. They're doing everything they can to dismantle those things, including coming after our uh, First Amendment and our Second Amendment. They're literally passing laws now to prevent free speech from occurring at all. That's certainly happening in Canada. Uh, the demon rats would love to do it here. And so Which I aren't guess, laws. 
by the way, those are not laws. They don't even appear in the federal register. All of this stuff, I can't, I can't say it strongly enough. We have been living a fiction for the last two years. The oaths of office, they are not published in the federal register. The regulations promulgated by those people are not published in the federal register. It's all a facade. Those aren't laws. Stop following them. Don't call them laws anymore because they are not. It's all fake. It's all fake. Exactly right. It's all fake. It's all You're fake. right. If there are no valid signed oaths, then all of this should be immediately dismantled. And it, it kind of brings appear. that full circle like we talked about exactly. last time. Short of citizen, who, citizens' then, arrests. Yeah, who's going to do it? Who's going to raise these people in? That's the question, Todd. What are we going to do? They can't. They're acting unlawfully. It is up to us. So band together. Create, like I said, citizens. Uh, states used to compete for citizens. You got the Republic of Texas down there. Where are those guys? Ask them. Where are your Texas Rangers? And they call themselves Texians. Form up ourselves and defend our country. Because you said something really important a minute ago, Sean. How does one define a sovereign nation? It is by declaring a certain area of land as being their own and defending it. Right? The Declaration of North America by Joe Biden, uh, President Obrador, and Trudeau undid the the physical boundary of our countries. They said that exists no more. That is the undoing of our sovereignty. If you want your sovereignty, you mark out an area and you say, this is mine, and you defend it. Now, if you can't do that with your own property, then mark out an area with your neighbors and defend your property. It is your sovereign property. And if you don't, somebody's going to take it from you. And that's what this is all about. Right. It's millions of people coming across the board to take your stuff. That's why they're doing this. It's up to you. There's nobody coming. And it's all sponsored by the guy who did not get 81 million votes in his puppet administration. Why are we listening to him? Why? He is not there lawfully. Why are we following those orders? None of his cabinet is there lawfully. Why are we following their orders? This is why I keep going back to people in uniform. Why are you doing a job for those people? Do you work for them or do you work for the American citizens? Who did you swear your oath to, that guy or to the Constitution? Better form up and do it quick because they're coming. That's right. I think that's a great way to uh, end our conversation here today. It's up to us. It's up to us, guys. I mean, there's nobody else coming to save us at this point. nobody coming. All right. Todd, can you tell people? Oh, go ahead there, Doc. I just wanted to say we can join the Remnant Revolution Tour that launches May 25th and help stop the assault of evil and taking our freedom and our lives. All right. And people can learn more at truthforhealth.org. That's probably the best way to follow you, huh? Yes, it is. And if you've had an injury from the COVID shot, download our vaccine injury treatment guide, file a citizen's vaccine injury report, and also join our Faith Over Fear seminar every Tuesday night. And we have a new Ask Dr. Vliet every Friday on CloudHub. Choice is presenting a program that starts off, kicks off at noon on Friday with Todd Callender and his guest, and then I have a segment, Ask Dr. Vliet, and then followed by Dr. Pete Chambers. So CloudHub is on the move with uncensored, truthful information to help save our country and our lives. 
All right. Thank God you, love Doctor. you, Doc. Thank you. And uh, the CEO of Cloud Hub and one of my favorite attorneys out there, Todd Callender. <laughs> what is on your radar? What do you got coming up? You've you got a busy weekend, I would imagine. We do. We do. And, and uh, the Cloud Hub initiative is taking a lot of time. We've made promises to some people in uh, Quebec. The Quebec Military Tribunal is happening uh, June 2nd. I'm speaking along with a lot of other good people, including General Vallely. Again, Vandersteel, some other folks. The point is, this is the call to action, right? The the military and uh, and police in Quebec, in Montreal, um, in particular, have all wow. banded together and said, "We're taking no more." And this is the mark of the call to action. General Valley, in particular, will be so doing. It's time to defend our nations. You stand up exactly as I was talking about a minute ago. You form up link arms and you defend your damn territory because if you don't they're here to take it yeah 100 so find it on clout hub uh we're sponsoring the event it'll be live streamed there in uh, 72 languages all at the same time it's the the uh, quebec military tribunal is the name of it please have a look out for it please join us on cloud hub we're there to help get these words out if your words are important share them organize Link up with your friends. Use our platform for that purpose. We're here to serve you. And, and thank you for giving us a voice, Sean. And, Doctor, as always, thank you for using Cloud Hub and helping so many people with what it is you do. People really get, yeah. get help and fixed thanks to your efforts. You're all so welcome. And it is my privilege to serve our Lord in helping yeah. people realize our lives are his gifts, not the government's. And our That's freedom right. is his gift not the government. So we need to give thanks and defend it. Beautiful. God bless you for that. It's always such Thank a pleasure you. to have you both on. Thank you so much for your time today. Clout Hub would be, I think, maybe the place to go for Todd if you want to support him and his work as the CEO of Clout Hub and truthforhealth.org. That's Dr. Lee Vleet's site. Thank you both for being yeah, here. Yeah, thanks to you, Sean. God bless you. Brother. Thank you, Sean. All right. God, God bless, bless you guys. Friends, thank you, and God bless all of you as well. For real news every single day, you can visit us directly at sgtreport.com. Oh, and by the way, guys, if you do want to receive Sophia Smallstorm's newsletter absolutely for free every time she issues it, just sign up with us over at sgtreport.tv, and you'll get that as a very special thank you. I'll leave a link below. And for real news every single day, I'll remind you guys, visit us for free at sgtreport.com. That is the antidote to corporate propaganda and mockingbird mainstream media lies. May God bless you and your family. Bye-bye. And we know that everything that was rounded up into the COVID era as being a response to this so-called virus, viral pandemic, is classified as a military countermeasure, a COVID countermeasure owned by the military and supervised and controlled by the military.